In this episode, I'm gonna talk about why people fail in e-commerce. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. Over the past 18 months, I've failed probably four to five different dropshipping or e-commerce stores. I'd pick a product, I'd build a store, I'd launch it, get all excited, invest a bunch of money and time into building it out, only to get no sales or barely anything at all. And it wasn't until I disregarded most of the principles that I was sticking to and clinging to for most of the first four stores that I actually found success with one store and actually started getting sales. So in this episode, I wanna cover some of the key reasons why people fail in dropshipping and e-commerce. And first of all, just a disclaimer, I'm by no means an expert in dropshipping or e-commerce. I've just seen a couple key things that caused me to fail four stores consecutively before finding one that was actually a winner and started generating sales. So I want to talk more so from my experience and what I've seen out there, chatting with other people who have faced similar issues and covering some of those things so you don't have to go through those. You can skip them and just go straight to making sales with your store. So let's jump straight into it. The first one is just selling the same thing that everybody else is selling. And look, there are some times where you can just pick a product, even if it's saturated, but because the volume and demand for it, it's a viral product, you can just start selling it and make absolutely absolute bank. You can start getting loads of sales in because it's a really hot product right now. And there's certain trends that come up like fidget spinners or those hoverboards, those two wheeled little scooters that you stand on and wheel around. You know, people were selling those from all different stores. They would find that product, they'd start selling it and it would get sales. And it's because it was more of a viral product. Now, when it comes to other niches, when it comes to other winning products, I feel like if you really want to build a long-term dropshipping store, unless you are an A-grade marketer, you are a ninja when it comes to ad buying on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, on Snapchat, whatever platform you end up using for cold ads, unless you're an absolute A-grade e-commerce wizard, then picking the same product that everybody else is selling is not a long-term play. Unless you can market it in a way that is very, very different or very, very unique or hasn't been done before. But if you just pick the same product and you market it the same way as everybody else is doing, you're not gonna get sales or you're not gonna be able to build it to the level that you want it to because you've done nothing different. You're just like all of those other stores. So that would be the first thing. Just picking the same product and selling it the exact same way is a surefire way to get no sales or very little at most. The next one is just picking the first product that you come across when doing your product research, looking at the reviews, thinking this is great, I'm gonna start selling it and I'm gonna jump into ads straight away. You add it into your store using Oberlo or using Dropify or whatever platform, and you're like, I'm gonna start selling it straight away. And you don't spend time to research the products and spend a lot of time on researching the right product to sell. Now, if there was one thing I could go back and do, and if there was one common attribute or pattern between the four failed stores I had before I found a winner was that I didn't spend enough time on product research. I didn't spend enough time really identifying what that winning product was gonna be because I just jumped straight into it. I thought, oh, this is easy. I just need to pick a product, need to set up some Facebook ads and then boom, sales will be coming in. But it's a lot more complicated than that as you and I know. So if I spent more time on product research and identifying the right product and a product that I could market in the right way, that I could have a differentiator from everyone else 
in the industry, then I wouldn't have had four failed stores. I would have gone straight into making sales with e-commerce, but I didn't. So that would be the next biggest mistake I see is not spending enough time on product research. And then the next step of that is not spending enough time on product validation, because even if you've found a winning product, it ticks all the criteria. But if you start selling it and it doesn't get sales and you've tried your best with creative, you've done the best ad strategy, you've got a great and simple Shopify store, your branding's clean, but you're just not getting sales and you feel like you're ticking all the boxes. You don't want to keep pouring money into it if you're not getting sales. So it's first of all product research and finding that correct product, but then not being attached to it if it doesn't perform well. Setting very clear barriers for when you say, look, I'm not gonna spend any more money on this product, regardless of how great it seemed on paper, it's not selling for me now and I've done everything right and it's still not selling. So I'm gonna just put it to the side, I'm gonna get rid of it and I'm gonna move on to the next one. And I think the people that get the most success with e-commerce are not attached to the products when they're testing. They try a bunch of different things, they see what performs well, and they focus on that. They let the numbers do the talking rather than their gut instinct on what is going to work. Now look, there's a time and a place for that gut instinct when you're an expert when it comes to e-commerce, which I'm certainly not. But when it gets to that point, when you know you've launched so many products, you just have a feeling that these products are gonna work based on certain metrics or what market you're selling to or the certain angles that you know you could market it with. Until you get to that point, rely on the data. It's the number one thing I see a lot of beginners making mistakes with is just being too attached to the product, sinking too much money into it upfront, getting no sales and still thinking it's something with the creative or the ad buying strategy or the store when actually it's just the product. And the second to last mistake that I see being made so, so often is people giving up too easily. They have one store that fails and then they maybe have a second store that fails. Then they throw in the towel and they say, I'm never gonna do this again. They go and do something else and then they switch to a different business model and then they try and launch a different thing and a different thing and then they just give up on it because it didn't work for them for those two times. But very early on, I was tempted to throw in the towel and I thought, look, I've sunk a lot of money into this. I haven't got sales. Maybe this just isn't for me. Maybe e-commerce just isn't for me and I need to focus on something else. But it got to the point where I was seeing so many success stories, so many success stories of people starting their own store, getting a lot of sales and building mega brands and doing it time and time again, loads of people all around the globe doing it. So then I acknowledge that if these people can do it, at least, at least I can get just a fraction of what they've been able to achieve. If they can do it and they've documented the process and they followed a very simple step-by-step -step process and I follow that process to a T, then I can at least expect some sales and some results or at least just a fraction of what they were able to achieve. And so I made that commitment and I said, look, it's not the business model, it's either the product, my creative, my ad strategy, or it's me. And so if it's one of those variables, I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna make it happen. And so I kept trialing, failing stores, launching new products, getting no sales. One of those stores was a general store where I launched like 15 different products, trying to get sales and see which was gonna work well. And that was a bit of a flop, you <laughs> know, it really didn't work. But I still stayed committed to the process because I knew that it's only one product away. You know, as Russell Brunson says, with like funnels, you know, it's one funnel away, or it could be the next product that hits it big. And so I kept going and I knew it was just a matter of products. It was a numbers game. Eventually one of these was gonna hit. If I did my product research right, if I built the store correctly, if I made great ad creative and launched the campaigns the right way, then eventually I was gonna stumble on some products that were gonna get great sales. And so I kept going. And I did. And so that's a huge thing that I see a lot of early stage people in e-commerce suffer from is that they'll try two stores or they'll launch their first store, 
get no sales, and then think it's a bust and think that as a business model, e-commerce doesn't make sense. But if you think about it, it's just a ludicrous statement because you see huge e-commerce retailers online. You see just, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's absolutely ridiculous, the amount of e-commerce sales and how much is growing year on year. And so e-commerce as a business model is proven, it works. And if you can't make it work, then that's not on the business model, that's on you and your product research and your advertising and your creative or your store. There's an element that just isn't working. It's not the business model, so don't give up. Now, the last one is failing to prioritize. When I first got started, I'd spent a lot of time on branding, on building a really nice looking store, not enough time on marketing and picking the right product, which actually matter. They're the most important things. Building a nice, pretty store with great branding. Look, it's great at a certain level, but when you're just starting out and you're trying to sell a product for the first time, don't spend all that time, effort, attention, and money on getting the branding 10 out of 10 if you've never done it before. If you're just getting started, focus more on picking the right product and marketing it the right way. And so hope you've enjoyed this episode. A couple of things to look out for if you're new to the e-commerce game. If you follow these and you make sure that you acknowledge these and don't make the same mistakes that I did and that I've seen a lot of other people make as well. You're going to save yourself a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of headaches and a lot of sleepless nights. So hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you in the next one.